0: of a bachelor degree nursing program. Over the years, I've learned that students have an immense amount of confusion and questions when they leave didactic, which makes applying what they are learning nearly impossible to the clinical setting. I want to break down the basics so that you can continue to build upon your knowledge and put the pieces together. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Review RN. During the last podcast, I went through the pathophysiology, signs and symptoms, causes, treatment, and nursing interventions of Addison's disease. Today, we will be talking about adrenal crisis, or also known as Addisonian crisis. An Addisonian crisis is a life threatening situation that results in low blood pressure, which is significantly low hypotension. Low glucose levels, also known as hypoglycemia, and high blood levels of potassium, known as hyperkalemia. And this is a result of insufficient adrenal cortical hormones or a sudden sharp decrease in the amount of circulating cortisol and aldosterone. But first, let's review some of the key elements of Addison's disease, which will help us understand Addisonian crisis much easier. So the adrenal glands sit on top of the kidneys and are comprised of two endocrine organs, one wrapped around the other. The outer adrenal cortex secretes many different steroid hormones, including glucocorticoids such as cortisol, mineral corticoids such as aldosterone, and androgens, which are sex hormones. The inner adrenal medulla secretes catecholamines, so this is epinephrine, norepinephrine, and dopamine. We are specifically talking about the adrenal cortex and the hyposecretion of aldosterone and cortisol in Addison's disease. Cortisol is considered the stress hormone of the body. It helps your body cope with stress such as illness, trauma, or emotional stress. It also increases our blood glucose levels and helps to regulate carbohydrate, protein, and fat metabolism. Aldosterone regulates blood pressure by regulating the reabsorption of sodium and water, as well as excreting potassium through the RAS system, which is the renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system. So if you have too little aldosterone, you will not reabsorb enough sodium and water and not excrete enough potassium. Now let's review the negative feedback loop that assists in the release and regulation of these steroids. Starting in the brain, your hypothalamus releases CRH, standing for corticotropin-releasing hormone which tells the pituitary gland to release ATCH, adrenocorticotropic hormone, which stimulates the adrenal cortex then to release cortisol. Remember, with a negative feedback loop, the end product will reduce the initial stimulation of the cascade. So in this normal functioning adrenal cortex feedback loop, enough circulating cortisol will trigger trigger the hypothalamus to stop producing CRH and then slow the cascade of events. When we're talking about adrenal crisis or Addisonian crisis, we're specifically talking about the effects of significantly low cortisol levels. So let's talk about some causes of adrenal crisis. So initially, we will think about stress. So the stress can come from infection, surgery, or even psychological distress. Another reason would be sudden withdrawal of corticosteroid hormone therapy, which is needed to replace the lack The lacking or the low levels of cortisol. This is often seen in patients who don't have the knowledge of the importance of their steroid therapy. Another cause of adrenal crisis is adrenolectomy, and this is a treatment for Cushing's, which is a disorder that results in excess cortisol levels, and therefore they remove the adrenal gland. And patients must then take oral cortisol because the body isn't producing it. So if they fail to take their medication or they're not taking a high enough dose, they can end up in adrenal crisis. Lastly, pituitary gland damage is also a cause of adrenal crisis. And basically, there's damage to the pituitary gland and then it is not producing enough ACTH to stimulate the release of cortisol from the adrenal cortex. So signs and symptoms of Addisonian crisis would be significantly low blood pressure, which may lead to shock. And at this point, nothing really seems to work to bring it up, and it's not responsive to the normal fluid replacement or vasopressors. They'll have significant GI upset and severe vomiting, abdominal pain, and diarrhea. They'll likely experience loss of consciousness, fever, and weakness, and you will see hyponatremia, so very low levels of sodium, hyperkalemia, very high levels of potassium, and hypoglycemia, very low blood sugar. Nursing management for Addisonian crisis includes administration of cortisol as soon as possible and as fast as possible, which is done with the IV route. So a lot of times they will use hydrocortisone, which is solucortif, along with IV fluids to replace the volume depletion as well as the sodium. We'll focus on replacing aldosterone with fludrocortisone, also known as fluorineph. And we will start the patients on oral glucocorticoids and mineral corticoids. So we will replace this cortisol with either prednisone, hydrocortisone, um, in addition to the initial IV cortisol replacement as fast as possible. And so we'll also watch sodium, potassium, and glucose levels, and we'll want to take every measure possible to prevent a secondary infection. So let's talk about a little bit of education for these patients. We'll educate our patients to notify their provider if they're experiencing an increase in stress, um, illness such as vomiting or diarrhea, or having surgery because they may require a change in their synthetic hormone dose. We want to educate them to take their medications regularly at the same time every day and not to stop medications abruptly. They need to eat a diet high in protein and carbohydrates as cortisol is responsible for the breakdown of these macronutrients. We will educate our patients to consume plenty of salt, especially during heavy exercise when the weather is hot or if you have gastrointestinal upset such as diarrhea or vomiting, and this is when Patients need extra salt because they're losing so much fluid and salt through the GI upset. Thank you all for being here today with me and talking about Addisonian crisis. And I hope that not only did I review Addison's disease, but that I actually showed you what the difference is and the importance and the life-threatening situation that is Addisonian crisis. This podcast is for general information review purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine or nursing. The use of this information or any materials provided by Let's Review RN are at the user's own risk. This content is not intended to be a substitute for educational teachings through students' educational institutes or organizations.